following podcast may contain a shitload of popular profanity. Live from Mighty Trapdoor Mansion, high atop Tent Hill, it's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine, featuring Frank Hemblin, Horace Pengrove, William Bentley III, with Stinky the Game Master, T.T. Schmootkins, Tishka Honeypot, Alex Springspan, and Cut Cockbirth! And now we talk games! We talk games! Here it comes! Yeah. We talk games! Full bullshit and energy! It's always rebels of topic! But we keep on We Talk Games Arcade Weekly, the weekly arcade review show of one arcade game per week that's relevant to the kids today. Anime and commons and uh, shit that you ride around on to play pinball. I'm Wiggly, your host. On the line is our other host, uh, Kyle Von Kubik is here. Hey, hello. He's from New York. I'm from Pennsylvania, mm. from Ireland, and Escarthy. No, go Yeah, Galway, Galway. Close, close as you're ever. Where are you? Where are you at? I live in Galway. Galway. Uh, I, I am from Enniscorthy, Yes. Galway, go, Galway, go. And in the booth, Mike Fritz. Yo. And on the stink, stinky game master. He's not going to talk today because I'm too tired. The game we're going to be talking about today, we gave clues uh, about, was Gun Bitch. I love this game. Whoa. Gun Bitch. What? <laughs> uh, we're going to go with that? All right. Gun Bitch? I don't know. What is it called? Gun Baratch? Uh, yeah, I guess it's you call it Gun Bitch. That's gun. Fine. Oh, I'm sorry. Gun Bayach. <laughs> Is that the Matthew McConaughey edition? <laughs> <laughs> it is. I had a fascination with this game. I know that you guys uh, uh, probably had a fascination with it, too, for the first round. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> it is a short game, but it is one of these wonderful sickyo psycho games that came out that you might think would be a shooter. And then you, of course, get fooled. There was a game for the Neo Geo that I got fooled with as well. It was called, like... Nightmare in the Puzzle dark. shooter Dom Dom or something. Yeah. Magician Lord? No. <laughs> it's called like Dom Ninja Dom Puzzle. Oh my God, this is going to be. Oh, uh, fuck, it's over. They are short, but I'll, I'll still play Ninja Combat. I don't care how many times I go through. I'll play it in a row. Three times, I'm at 60 minutes. I'm satisfied. Your wife or your significant other will be there going, God damn it, why won't he put his hands on me? Like that ad. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I talked yeah. about talked about that ad before. Once you get the Neo Geo, he's not gonna wanna, you know, give yeah. you the nookie. He, 
He traded one object in for another, he, I guess. He got toxoplasmosis from the, <laughs> from the class. Oh, my. Making it a cat shit. Then like, oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> more erections for me, but these ninja, ninja bollocks is fucking good, I guess. Uh, playing top player golf all day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so depressing. It's like fucking... <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's like, like you're getting half a pie at, at the yeah. giant. <laughs> it is. It's the complete opposite of Neo Turf Masters. Like Neo Turf Masters, bombastic and vibrant. Yeah, fun. Top player golf is there going? It's like fucking playing golf on a course exclusively made for people who retired from selling used toilet paper. <laughs> oh. it's just so yeah. bad. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Gun Bitch. Marion or Gruton? Look, we better be careful, all right? People yeah. actually want to steal this game. The name is Gunbriarch. Gunbriarch. G U N B A R I C H. Gun Bitch. Yeah, that's know. how you spell bitch. <laughs> That's how I see, bitch. I don't know. And uh, for some reason, <laughs> it's a pinball game, a breakout pinball game that is also a bullet hell shooter. <laughs> really, right. I mean, kind well, of. It, it's not, not really a bullet. It's a ball hell because yeah. the, the power-ups on here are so crazy that because it's by Psycho, they're used to making these bullet hell games. So you're riding magical broomsticks, or in the case of the boys, riding a magical anchor, and you have commons. I think he has weird looking parrot type of thing and she has an angel witchette or something but you also have these uh, pinball flippers in front of you and the extent of which the pinball flippers have any effect on things <laughs> rather than just keeping them closed as paddles and the effect that the power-ups have on you are very difficult to discern I mean, obviously, when you get a multi-ball, you see a bunch of blue balls up on stage, and you have to try to keep your mind on your pink ball that you start with. That's right. I wanted to give my clue as in the pink, or something to do with the pink, and not in the stink. I don't know. Something to do with it. And then you're, you're bouncing fireballs back at the people, and, and all this other stuff. It There's so much going on on screen. It's incredible. So, what were your first impressions before we get into this uh, title? As far as just looking at it without playing it? Yeah, as far as the whole experience, like when you first put the quarter in, what you thought you were going to get. I mean, I was aware that it was a breakout variant. Oh, you um, were? Okay. I think the name is derived from the Sikyo or Psycho game Gunbird, because it's a, the same character, uh -huh. Marion, is it in that. Oh. So I guess the they take the gun from Gunbird and then add Borich. <laughs> To the back of it, because you're paddling around. Uh, I thought it was all right. It reminded me of a game we talked about many months ago with Playgirls. Much like Playgirls, this is Breakout with a bunch of things poured into it. The difference being there's so many things poured into this game. As I was playing it, I really couldn't interpret exactly what was happening on the screen other than, yes, I have to keep the pink ball up. The flippers, I noticed, you don't need to hit them because the ball can just bounce off of them like a paddle and breakout. But if you hit them, it actually adds a little bit of English to the ball, mm -hmm. makes it a little faster. Other than that, colors were just assaulting my eyes. <laughs> so for anybody who's playing contemporary games and, and is sick of all the browns and grays uh, that you constantly see with just about every game that's come out in the last three years, play this for 10 minutes. And... Uh, <laughs> 
You'll have plenty of color. Come oh man, you. you'll have color for the year. You'll be. This is the game that they do at that festival of colors where they dump powder on you. Yes, <laughs> you play this game constantly. I mean, even even so much as when you defeat the bosses. <laughs> Poofs of different colored smoke just envelop them. It is a feast for the eyeballs as far as uh, color scheme. And I don't know if you notice how detailed the boss's actual colors are as far as gradients and going into different colors. Incredible attention paid to this. But before we go any further into the to the levels and, and the rest of the design, what was your first impression as John? Did you ever hear of this game? What do you think about what you got? My first impression was when I was sent the name, I downloaded uh well no that's wrong i went to the arcade (laughs) and i went oh for fuck's sake another fucking break (laughs) then i had to remind myself that it's uh that psycho's thing seems to be taking established genres and doing their own thing with them right it's really really good looking Everything's really cool, well designed. Like I, I played around with a few credits, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't anticipate one to play it that that much because I was just like, you know, I've done Breakout before. Mm-hmm. But then once I started playing it, I was like, okay, more. I want to see what the next thing is. I want right. to see what the next thing is. And and you that's know, uh, that's what the great draw of their creativity, their artwork, the type of games that they make, I think, paid off in this title. I wrote down as well the witch at the the continue screen with the boobs. <laughs> yes. Mm. I just wrote down she's attractive, <laughs> and then I started laughing to myself because I was like, "That's what a kiss song would sound like if they were a Christian rock band." <laughs> <laughs> side hug. <laughs> Gonna give her a side hug. She's attractive. <laughs> But uh, a down on one knee would be the other. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I beat the boss, the first boss. I don't know if we're going that far yet. Sure. Yeah, Uh, we can get it. Well, as the dude, whatever a dude's name is, it was like a Christmas bear. Yes. (laughs) And just as I killed him, he freaked out. Oh, yeah. Like went angry and ran at me. And I was like, wait, what? And then, like, there's little chubby Santa Clauses throwing stuff at you. And, so, and that's the thing, like, I am not a big fan of Christmas. Okay. However, I am a huge fan of Japanese Christmas. <laughs> you like, like, you uh, like the evil Santa Claus? I remember being told by a friend of mine who I think listens to this show, he said years ago, he's like, oh, yeah, I made my own Christmas cards this year. and But he just had an image of a crucified Santa from a oh, Japanese shopping center. Because gotcha. they're like, yeah, well, that's what it is, isn't it? Right. <laughs> I love what they do with this. Yeah. You know, I remember seeing video in some TV show years ago of a Santa Claus statue that just sang country and western songs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like that. But um, I really did love the, the art style in it. It's, fun. it's a fun game. You know, there's no two ways about it. Uh, it gets fucking crazy yeah. quickly. I think in the second world or whatever, you get those little goblin things that when you shoot the ball into them, they disappear to other parts of the stage and shoot the ball out. Yeah, they yeah. eat your ball very and shoot it Yeah. But as I was playing it, I was like, this is a really fun game and it must be Wiggly's favorite game <laughs> because it's pinball and it's breakout <laughs> uh, so it's wazzy and you know no mahjong in there though no there's no no no. no mahjong tiles but there is that great japanese trope of going through a game and playing through holidays actually the first boss is this uh, aztec type of uh, weird uh, fish 
ball that flies around. And then the second world is where you go through like a Christmassy type of background. Now, the backgrounds are static because you're playing a breakout style game and it's one one screen high and it is a vertical pin breakout, <laughs> pinball breakout. And I don't think the breakout designs are that super. And no. another reason that you don't get to think that is because once you start getting a power up, everything's just flying around. People are shooting fireballs at you. You can shoot the fireballs back. Or if you get hit by the fireball, it stuns you in place so that you'll miss the pink ball coming down. But there are these tiny little, there's like two tiny little dudes that'll come out per level. And there's, uh, you play world one, you play world two, and then world three of each level is a boss. On that Christmas level, there's beautiful renderings of a gingerbread house and fantastic art. The colors are crazy, like you mentioned. And there's this Santa that comes out. And he just shoots it like a fireball out of his bag of toys. And he's this cute <laughs> little Santa. And then this uh, really cute snowman twirls out on a stage. And inside is this cute teddy bear, as uh, John had alluded to. It's this cute, cute Santa teddy bear that just has presents going around them. But then it does one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen in a video game. That's going to definitely be the album art. When he becomes <laughs> that big, giant, <laughs> scary teddy bear Santa Claus, I swear to gosh, I, if I show this to Chiz, she's going to have nightmares. It's <laughs> that, a little bit like Sinistar. Right, right. But it's so evil the way that it moves and like shakes. Yeah. And like, I don't know how to explain it. You really have to play to you that know, level. You know when you're playing Sinistar and... I'll be honest with you, I think only played Sinistar really properly for the first time a few years ago. Mm. Myself and my friend Spud were playing it, and um, I just remember I was laughing. I was like, oh, here we go, just having the crap. And I think Sinistar just screams at <laughs> yeah, me yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, it's, yeah. it is, like, it's weird in that it's, anytime there's anything of like that, it's just strange. It'll mess you up when you're playing such... <laughs> A familiar kind of game. Exactly. You know what I mean? Everything felt right. And you know, you know, even if it was going to become bad or something, you weren't expecting that. No, it's a false sense of security with both those games because it's just this sort of like, all right, I get the mechanic. I'm just, you know, floating about doing my thing. And then, well, in Sinistar's case, it howl, and this mm-hmm. thing just darts across the screen. And with uh, this game, the bear all of a sudden just mutates into goddamn monster. <laughs> and the next world is Halloween land. You're in a pumpkin patch, and then you fight a clown Halloween. I guess it's not Halloween, but it's definitely a, a pumpkin patch and a Halloween feel to it. I guess he's a king pumpkin. I'm not sure. But he's yeah. also a clown. <laughs> he's got the thing to stop the fleas from hitting his head. So he's a Victorian king pumpkin nightmare jack-o'-lantern shark tooth so that happens uh there's a mechanical world and you (laughs) you fight a gear i guess that has a mustache yeah and like you said everybody blows up in a cotton candy and then you fight in the palace room and it's a short short title as i mentioned those bosses are neatly rendered they're some type of crazy chicken people a guy and a gal (laughs) doing a waltz together or something they're just some sort of dance and then, you, see, you have these little cute monkeys on clouds. I mean, there's very few bosses on the breakout parts, but there's a cute monkey on a cloud that blows fire at you. There's that sand that blows fire at you. And then you fight one, I would think, of the first claymation type of enemies. The monkey's face is sort of like this claymation inside yeah. of a pixel area, you know? That's an interesting boss, too. Yeah, because what's this 
square lock and key thing that's coming out around him. Yeah, some sort of shield around him. Uh, these, um, I'd equate them to like Tetris blocks, but they're rotating around him and then they'll catch your ball and throw it in another direction. And it, just, it was just interesting because up until that point, the bosses were pretty much standard affair as far as like, you know, there's the boss, hit it with the ball and eventually it gets defeated. This was a nice little change up. It was similar to the teddy bear because the teddy bear had the, the shield of presence that you could knock away. Mm-hmm. You do the same thing with this ape character. It's very strange. It's just the head. <laughs> it's not a full body. His hands uh, are coming cool. out of it like he's coming out of end space. And yeah. he, he and uh, this is one of the bosses. I think there's three bosses that do this, but they actually do that giga beam out of their mouth or their fire hole or whatever. That's so common in, in uh, shooters. And that shrinks your paddle, so you can't use the flippers, right? That's what you're referencing? Yeah. Or it kills you. I don't remember which. I didn't get hit. Doesn't kill you. Okay. Nothing kills you. Uh, you know, Just unless makes you, drop, you the drop, ball. drop the ball. That's right. Yeah. Later on, well, there's, there's a couple little uh, effects that can be done to you. It can shrink your paddle, so it's just a little two lengths of line above your head, so you don't have the, the flippers anymore. Mm-hmm. There's another effect that can happen to you when you get hit with a beam. It turns into a turtle, so you move slower. And then the final boss does something, but I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. All I will say about the final boss is that the little cherub in the bubble that tells you about the final boss says, the parson who has no appointment must be punished. So then you There's actually punished. a lot of English in this game. Yeah. All the, uh, actually, it's, the CKO games have yeah. a ton of English in them. True. But this one actually is supposed to have a story because you're like this. Well, I guess the other ones are supposed to have a story, too. Where these cute anime, you know, girls with big boobs, just uh, something's progressing along. But you do become the great magician at the end if you if you uh, beat the final boss, which is a, is a little bit of a surprise. I don't know if you'll ever play this game, but um, <laughs> I definitely would, you know, just to see it, just to see the beauty of it. You're definitely not playing it to see what a great game it is, what an original mechanic it is. I think you're playing this game for the beauty of it. Ball and paddle isn't your genre. At least give it a shot. But if it is, you'll definitely enjoy this game. The game is so well put together, you could easily just enjoy it as a YouTube video as well. Oh, there you go. You probably could, yeah. It's uh, only like 20 minutes to beat it. So if you're not going to take time to play, it could take time to give some of the sprites a go. Yeah, you fucking lazy ass. Watch somebody else do the hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You got a fucking problem with that? No, I don't know. That's the American way. It's a thing that's come along. I'm sure a lot of uh, listeners out there do. Oh, you actually really enjoy watching other people play video games. I don't know what it is. Well, uh, when we got our Genesis and our Turbo Graphics and the Neo Geo, my friend and I, uh, he owned the Genesis, and at that time I owned the Neo Geo and the Turbo Graphics, and we would record our games on VHS, especially if we were getting to the end. We'd record, you know, a little bit of each level, and then uh, definitely the end and the ending sequence. And I still have videotapes of things like this, like Jackie Chan's Kung Fu and Revenge of Shinobi and uh, a lot of these other titles on VHS just because it was fun to sit back and watch this art, this art form. And that's why I always didn't understand why, you know, there used to be that debate so over by now about whether video yeah, games are Yeah, that guy's mouth fell off. <laughs> right, so fuck him. What does he know? He doesn't even know how to keep his, his jaw to, on his head. But, uh... It was because I wanted to watch this more than I wanted to watch Bosom Buddies and and Coming to America or whatever. Great pull. I didn't want to watch uh, Belky. Super Train or anything like that? (laughs) 
that was a little bit after this. But uh, we enjoyed to watch footage of the video games. The only games we lo- we wouldn't watch footage of, we would just want to play, were games like Moto Rotor with five players, or especially games like Devil's Crash, Devil's Crush, um, even Alien Crush. We loved to get together and play those and see how well each other could do. The other ones, we basically, once and done, wouldn't play them over and over once right. we beat them. I wish I could have that time back. Like, oh. As a kid, I did that a lot, watching other people play games. I almost spent like countless hours watching my friend play Dark Waters <laughs> on the fucking Genesis. <laughs> I wish I could have all that time back. Uh, I actually got a, a thing you, when we were done with that. I remember watching um, older girl at the time. I can't remember her name, but she lived next door to the person whose master system. She's playing Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Yeah. And she was doing terribly, and I was just there going, no, 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 just jump over the thing. And she wouldn't listen to me and got really annoyed and chased me out into the fucking garden with a fork. All right? Wow. And all I got to say is, fuck you. I was fucking right. And if you would have fucking listened to me, you'd still be alive. Yeah, yeah. Dumb gun bitch. She was out there and she was screaming and fucking yelling. Because she, <laughs> she didn't know how to jump? Because she didn't know how to jump in Alex Kidd. She was fucking. She couldn't she push was the two button. Into it. She was fucking. <laughs> she was. Oh God, she thought she could fucking just hang out with the ghost. <laughs> and she kept on going, oh no, I'm going to drown if I go into water. And like, it's the second level. Get over it. But that Jesus, she was worse than Hitler. <laughs> Aren't people like that really worse than Hitler? I'll say one thing for Hitler. Yeah. There's no stories about him being a cunt about playing games. No, he would probably take your advice. He would probably have given you a quarter. You know what I mean? You show me how to do it. That's what he would have said. He gets a bad rap because of killing all those people. Yeah. No one talks about his video. Unbelievable. No one talks about all the good he did for the arcade market. Yeah. (laughs) I think every end boss should be Hitler, don't you? (laughs) Every end boss of every game. Every single boss of every single game should end with a Hitler boss. (laughs) That should be law. I'm going to put a petition up about that. If the Germans had a won, every game probably would have been <laughs> in tribute to him. Or yeah. <laughs> every game, the hero, the hero would be Hitler. So oh you get my. to the end, and then he, then you give up. <laughs> <laughs> you give up to him. Yeah. Either that, He's or perfect. you get to him, uh, and he doesn't let himself become beaten by you, and he kills himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just when you're about to hit the last shot, he runs into the bunker and shoots yeah, his butt. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's hear TT's hint for next week. Let's. And now here's TT Schmootkins with next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. Hello, I am TT Schmootkins. Here is next week's We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine, Arcade Weekly, Arcade Game Audio Clue. 
Good luck, dudes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've never heard a boss do that. Maybe there probably is some Japanese boss that before you kill him, he shoots himself. <laughs> so. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. What's your clue for next week? My clue is going to be Hank Rogers has a new Hank. Hank. Hunky Hank Rogers has a new lawsuit on his hands. My clue is 12 hours left until the dungeon stinks. <laughs> My clue is prostitution in your parents' house. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week on another episode of We Talk Game Arcade Weekly. For all the crew. What? I'm sorry. What? Everybody. Okay, man. Bye. Die.